We live in a culture of celebration. And for the most part, that is okay. God wants us to be joyful. God wants us to celebrate. But along with celebration comes mourning, reflection, times of stillness and silence. The season of Lent, and particularly Ash Wednesday, is a time to reflect on the condition of our lives and who is at the center of our lives. It's a time to remember that we are made from dust and will return to dust. It's a time to prepare our hearts for the hope of the resurrection and for the celebration of Easter. Tonight, we're going to hear some scripture. We're going to take some time to pray. We'll give you time during this recording to reflect, to sit in silence, time to confess, and to remember our own mortality. Now, if you're joining us in person, um, we'll also have a sign of the cross on a piece of burlap and individually packaged communion elements that, and a handout. Uh, these are designed to help you spend your time uh, growing closer to God. You can find a handout certainly on our website, citralcity.co. Um, but you can also prepare some communion elements ahead of time and take those if you're listening at home. Now we're going to move through this time slowly. So don't hurry. Clear some space. Get yourself into a comfortable uh, position. Find a time where you can be free of distractions. Don't worry about what's going to come next. There will be times of silence and that is okay. It's okay if you feel uncomfortable during that silence. That's good, that's healthy, that's part of the experience. So let's take some time to reflect, to place our hearts and our mind back into the presence of God. God, you are the maker of all things and judge of all that you have made. From the dust of the earth, you have formed us and from the dust of death you will raise us up. By the redemptive power of the cross, create in us clean hearts and put within us a new spirit that we may repent of our sins and lead lives worthy of your calling. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Joel 2 12 to 14. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and have pity and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. excerpts from Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. 
Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts. You teach me wisdom in the inmost place. You do not delight in sacrifice or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Christians observed a great, uh, with great devotion the days of our Lord's Passion and Resurrection. It became custom of the church that before the Easter celebration, there would be a 40-day season of um, preparation, of spiritual preparation. And they would do this by engaging uh, by, uh, with this celebration of Ash Wednesday. And really, Ash Wednesday is using things that we can touch and feel, things like ashes and burlap, to remind us of what it means to be human. So burlap uh, traditionally was this uncomfortable cloth, you know, it could be kind of cool as decoration, but if you were to wear it, an outfit of burlap or to wrap yourself in it, it, it wouldn't make you feel warm and fuzzy. It's scratchy and uncomfortable. And ashes are similar when you're caught by a fire, or you're cooking all day and you get covered in dirt and ash. Ashes and burlap was this sort of uncomfortableness of life, the messiness, the dirtiness, the scratchiness of life and that that really was what Ash Wednesday was all about. There's this sense that the world is not what it should be. And sometimes we like to pretend like it is and go on with our lives and just be f- filled with celebration and good times, but as Christians, when we look at the world and we see its brokenness, we see the things that aren't right, the injustice, the racism, the hatred. We are invited as Christians to not brush those off and try to find joy in the midst of sorrow. Not always. Sometimes we have to lean into it. We have to allow our hearts to become uncomfortable and broken and recognize just how desperate we are. You know, ashes and dust are this sort of picture of what it means. Um, it's a symbol of death. You know, when, when, uh, when I perform a, a funeral ceremony, I'll, I'll say it usually often, um, say something along the lines from, from dust you came into dust you shall return. And it's not something we want to think about. We, we love living with the illusion that, that our life isn't numbered, that our days aren't numbered, and that our life will go on forever. And it is true that our life will in the next. Um, we believe in eternal life. But this life and this world is fragile. And our lives are fragile. And we are fragile. And so ashes become the symbol of not only death, of this sense of this is where we're headed, but also of new life. From dust we came, as well as return. From where we come, Jesus said it like this in, in John 12, 24 to 26. He said, Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Jesus says that there is great beauty 
in laying down your life, for laying down your life, recognizing our humanity, our brokenness, surrendering that to God is like a seed being buried only to grow again. That's the Easter story. We start at Ash Wednesday confessing and surrendering. And then we journey 40 days to Easter where we believe that God raises us up again. I was talking with a friend and she said that Ash Wednesday really hit home with her um, when she went there with her, um, with her newborn. You know, uh, when you had a t- typical Ash Wednesday service, they put the ash of cross, uh, a cross of ashes on your forehead. And it's supposed to rec- recognize that, you know, like from dust you came to dust you shall return, that we're all, you know, um, we're all humans and we, this, we're fragile and we're, we, we have to experience and remind ourselves of our own mortality. And she said, you know, it's easier to do when you're older. But when she walked up, the, the pastor also put a cross on her, on her baby. And it's just like, that's when it hit. Oh my days, you know, we truly are all fragile. We have to protect life. We have to recognize and honor it. And we have to do that by recognizing that we are broken people in need of God. So I'm going to invite you on a season of Lent, a season of self-examination, repentance, um, prayer, fasting, self-denial, by reading and meditating on God's word. And as a sign of our repentance, I'm going to invite you now to bow before our Creator and just spend a few moments in silent confession. You can do that by bowing your head, or if you choose, you can kneel. But actually putting ourselves in a place where we are humble and repentant, where we say, God, I need you. I invite you to do that now. Now let's join together in a time of confession. The words are on the handout if you have it or on our website. Let's pray. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Friends, hear this good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Friends, I'm going to give you a few moments now to sit and to meditate and pray. Um, Afterwards, we'll share in communion, uh, hear a song. But I invite you over the next five minutes to really center your heart towards God. Reach out to God. Allow yourself to become uncomfortable. Allow yourself 
to lay before God all of your fears, all of your anxiety, all of your sin. Lay it before God now.
It was when uh, the night before Christ uh, was uh, betrayed, the night that Christ was betrayed, the, the day before he would be hung on a cross, that he invited his disciples to sit and eat, and he offered them bread and wine. And he said, this is my body and this is my blood. He invited them to share in the very body and blood of Christ a picture of what it means for Christ to lay down Christ's life, to lay down God's life, for Jesus to surrender, to be buried in the ground like a seed, only to, be, uh, to grow back three days later. He invited them into this, and I invite you now as well to share in Christ's body and blood. So take the elements if you have some. This is the body of Christ broken for you, and this is the blood of Christ shed for you. Thanks be to God. dust you came, to dust you shall return. Repent and believe the good news of Jesus Christ.